0: Live. All right, welcome everybody. Schaefer Baseball Report Friday edition here with John Easy Cheese Ennis, Andrew Champion, Golf Champion, Zykro hold, Go hold, hold up our trophies, cr- trophies from yesterday. We played it in the uh soldiers and vets annual tournament down in Lexington, South Carolina with Brian Curtis and John Machina. Um, we usually don't hang out with umpires. Machina's an umpire, but he was he was he was fun. He was it was a good time, but we known John for a while and it was horrible weather horrible weather it was a it was torrential rain for all 18 holes i think we were talking we had maybe like two or three minutes where it looked like it was going to lighten up and then it dumped on us um so we uh but we shot 15 under we won the whole thing it was fun and uh and we got our trophies to 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 show it and i'm gonna like i said i'm gonna mount this on the hood of my car and drive around town especially when i pull up to the tgk golf club
1: that will let yeah. him know. Keep yeah, I'll let him wife. know.
0: Like, don't mess with me, man. I got you know, this your guy's hardware. got hardware. It's like hardware like Belt buckle for the, the
1: Cowboys. Yeah, or it's yeah, like I the big. Rodeo. Remember the
0: Mercedes used to have the big emblem on the top. That's it. That's that's, and the Cadillacs. Yeah. Then so you, that's.
1: And then it could be a necklace.
0: I could. Can I make this a belt? No, that would be a little bit awkward, wouldn't it? If well, so I made that you could into a belt. That thing out and put a little city but it on was, there. It was. It was a great cause. It was. Uh, it, it started off full, and then a lot of people dumped out um obviously the rain was just too much i had we had pulled up around the turn and went into the bathroom and one guy was under the dryer like under that under that that's how cold it was he's like i quit man it's over yeah. but uh, a lot of fun love was, to do that again
2: well, i wouldn't do it in the weather again probably That's yeah it's, you, it's almost like a once in a lifetime thing unless uh, it's really warm and you're like okay this is fine
0: yeah but we didn't expect that because we weren't sure the weather was going to be if we were going to drive down yeah. well, and then it got chilly too with the. Weather. then we decided to uh to to drive down, but I mean, there was literally water on every fairway. The bunkers were flooded, and uh some of the greens had some streams in it. So yeah. you had to move the ball, you know, to the other side of the stream on the low, on the higher side of the. uh on Just the whatever
1: the closer side, st- side was, yeah.
0: Whatever so. it was a kick in, <laughs> whatever it was a kick in, yeah. So, but no, everybody contributed. It was fun. I yeah. mean, it started off brutal though. I w- we couldn't even get loose. No, and um you know, so one guy just seemed to pull us out of every hole one way or another, yeah. and. Uh, and then we ended up um the food was good too. Yeah. We had fried chicken and banana pudding and um what else did they have there? They Bar- had barbecue, yep. yep, Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Yep. And so it was uh, it was it was worth a trip down there. Then we turned around and we rolled back and it's here we are. Season. Yeah, it's golf season. It is. It's like going
1: on right now. Got the Knights charity event yeah, on, Monday. on Monday. Yep.
0: And then Andrew and I are going down to Pinehurst on Wednesday. We're on the tour. We're on the, we're on the scramble tour. Jeez. Yeah. I'll just, don't worry. I'll stay here. and make You sure stay that... here, Workless. <laughs> yep. And then we'll figure out some more. Andrew had a good idea, though. We should set up the UDACF golf tournaments all over the state. And that's what we do is every week we just run around Just and
1: take like the NTIS idea. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just move
0: with the whole yeah. thing and just, and just go play and go play in scrambles the whole time. Need, you know, get, get good sponsors, you know,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, work with who's, good not, who's not looking for mediocre golf.
0: No kidding. Exactly. No kidding. I
1: mean, there's so many mediocre golfers out there. We this happened to
0: There's So many bad golf balls, like, like scraped up, rotten balls in the woods everywhere yeah. and, and then you see people just walk away from them okay. like we were driving back it was like probably some four four balls just laying out in the uh yeah. like now nah, i don't want that one go ahead move on wow.
1: so, yeah well the long the farther you get into your round the easier it is to just walk away to you are like i'm not going to those woods. no kidding, because it, was, car, it, it your... was it was
0: car path only yesterday oh, too yeah. so once you got too far away be on, on like, the wrong side of the fairway and you leave it, it. <laughs> see you later <laughs> all done it was all all good so uh let's jump into a few things man so high school baseball season into their playoffs regular seasons
1: um, are done. Playoffs are, are ramping up.
0: Yep. playoffs are ramping up and, uh, it's, it's an exciting time. We got to run that last year with Dylan at Fort mill. Um, you know, they got all the way to the last game of, uh, the state championship. They won the upper state and then, uh, the upper state plays the lower state in South Carolina and came down to the last game. It was a Good game. They didn't win it. Obviously kind of disappointing, but, um, fun to watch the kids experience that because not every kid on that field is going to go beyond that level. Right. And, uh, so it's something that they'll remember, you know, forever. It would have been nice if they won, you know, and then he kind of immortalized to a degree by your, uh, you know, a banner or something hung up on the field from that, from that period of time. But it, you know, those things, championships are really cool bonding experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, how many, how many championships did you have in minor league baseball Two. two mm-hmm. Yeah, I had four. There were good and, uh, times. They were they were definitely good times and um, and I had them with with uh, different organizations as well so it was a different group of guys all along the way and it was fun. Never we got we got to the um, ACC conference when I was at Maryland and we were favored. We led the country in home runs that year. You know? Oh yeah, you were the big bopper. Uh, you know I had ten. <laughs> yeah so but uh, yeah. are you serious
1: I, did, I had ten. golly man Steroid Dude, go testing, back and look at my stats tests. i hit
0: bombs every now and then i had a couple of years i had 10 i hit 10 in triple a with the knights
1: a yeah, I, I, knight stadium
0: the one that the one in Fort oh, Mill, man, man. Oh, the one right, in Fort right. Mill. Right. yeah everybody hits him out of it it. Like this two
1: eighty. i was gonna say it's like I, that, that I, another it four mil stadium was <laughs> you come into town and you'd be like oh my ribs hurt come oh God, no
0: kidding I'm man the here. ball jetted out of there i was sat in a bowl and it wasn't very big but so I, I don't know if I've if I've told this story, but I hit three home runs, three consecutive home runs here with the Knights. So I hit one the night before, and I had Tori, my oldest daughter, with me, and my ex-wife lived here in town. So, and obviously Tori was living with her. So I had, you know, I told my ex-wife, I'll have you back. I'll have it back around eleven o'clock. Well, we went into extra innings, so it was after eleven o'clock. So I bring Tori home you know and she's sleeping i got her in my arms and i'm like you know, you know here you go and put her down and my ex-wife slaps me <laughs> you know, i'm like what you said you're gonna be here whatever is okay the next the next day i go to the park i hit a home run next day I bat i hit a home run i run into the clubhouse and i told her i'm coming back over tonight to get slapped yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't appreciate that very much but uh yeah, so I, I mean that that was my my biggest production years was ten. I had a bunch of doubles. I played in some tough parks. So you know, did you pitch in Vancouver? Did you ever pitch in Vancouver? No, oh my god. I, I never did the PCL. I was you never did the PCL international league. Oh, that was a great that was a great league, man. Vegas, ooh, hit the furthest home run I ever hit in my life in Vegas, and I don't really even know if I felt my body that day. <laughs> did
2: you <hit> the <laughs> slots after?
0: No slots. Always, I, we we never slept, man. People didn't sleep going to the Vegas mm. starting pitcher. You know, you'd nap yeah. for three days, and then you'd pay the price the next the next couple of days. But that was that was a rough city to go in with. You know, we oh, never yeah. went to the big the big part of the city. We always went to the old town because they yeah, had penny cheaper. slots and yeah. nickel slots, yeah. And, two
1: dollar uh, two dollar blackjack.
0: But I won twenty six thousand dollars there as a triple A player yeah. on one hand playing Caribbean Stud Poker. Got dealt a straight flush, and it was ten percent of the jackpot, which was two hundred sixty thousand oh. dollars. Dude, I was I was standing on the stool. I was screaming. You probably you know.
1: went home with five hundred dollars, didn't
0: you? Oh, well, close to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over the years, is giving it back. But I mean, how many? I mean, if you go back and think, John, like how many things remind us all the time of different things that happened? But you know, spend enough time. How many years did you spend in, in the game? 13 professional. I spent, right. It's been 14. There's some funny things that took place in there. Just,
1: I mean, it's just the cast of characters that you're around and it, and it changed every year. And th- again, you're going back to those yeah. championship teams, like those are the ones I remember the most about because right. you're also winning and it's yeah. also fun. But man, just the goofy things we did on road trips, stupid yeah. nights out. You know the the miserable. The, you know I, I'm air quoting miserable bus rides because I still I, they they were never that bad. There was they like, there was like two or three that you're just like oh yeah, that sucked, but they the rest weren't. of the time it was you know, playing cards in the back of the bus or you know dipping and spitting and drinking yeah. and you know whatever oh, it was. was guys sleeping I mean, in the aisle and spit oh, cups runs down oh, yeah, his back. <laughs> down, oh, yeah. Or the, you get the little the little the little guy sleeping up top in the yeah. in the
0: luggage yeah. racks on the buses. That was, like me, that. Man. that was me. There you go. That was me. Like it was a casket. I'd get up there like this, and, I, and I'd and I'd be done the whole time. But we used to put plywood. When I was here with the with the Charlotte O's, we would put plywood over the top of the seats. You know, then you can sleep two guys on top. You can sleep guys on the, underneath. And but the card games. How about the card games? So in the big leagues, did you play in the card games? And when you were oh no under... those
1: were aggressive, dude. They played those they played those called Bure, and you get booed. And I mean, it was thousands of dollars. I mean, tens of thousands. of oh, dollars heck dollars yeah! On the table, and I'm like. um... Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna go to
0: Subway so we. When we get in. Yeah, we we had yeah. so meal money was seventy dollars a day when we went on the road. So if we go on a ten day road and trip, cash. seven and in cash. cash, seven day, you know, so you got seven hundred dollars in cash right there before you even take off. So you're playing against millionaires and stuff like that. But I, you know, I'm not that guy. I need to win, man. Mm-hmm. And then the first game that you would play is you take you take the envelope and you put the envelope in the middle, and you play mm-hmm. three card guts. So it's like you know
1: with them. It's just just rolling
0: three cards yeah. over and you had the best three cards and you're scraping up, you know, unfortunately I had I had a couple dubs in that, but uh and then you play we played past the trash and then you catch the guys cheating because they would, you know, they were rooming on the road or whatever. And they say, okay, I'll give the sign if I got this, you're going high, you're going low like that. And mm-hmm. some fights broke out, man. It was uh it was it was crazy up in the air.
1: A lot of cards. A lot of, of all cards the time cards was, I mean, How about, everywhere
0: on all a rain time. delay, man. Like everybody's getting closer and closer to the clubhouse. Like you're taking BP or infield and all of a sudden, you know, everybody's on one side of the field. And as soon as they're like done go and they sprint trying to get to, in for hard, trying to pluck. get, <laughs> and, yeah. trying to get into the game. But yeah, that's where I learned all that, all that, all
1: those, yeah, especially games. at home. Cause you always had that extra hour built in. So yeah. you had like the two hour from the time you got off the field to game time. So you had an hour to yeah. go in there and just like hard,
0: but we'd go and we go on charter flights and, um, we damaged the plane you know i mean first of all you had all the food you could want you know it was crazy and uh you had flight attendants there was you know everybody drank on the flights and mm-hmm. going but we would uh because we want to set up a card table we would push the seats down and snap the bolts so we'd have a, we'd have one whole row would just be a table and then we could you know turn around and then the, the the seats facing the back of the plane we'd knock those down too. So you got three guys sitting there. Three guys usually the vets got the better seats, you know, yeah. With the back and then you know the turds. But uh yeah. man, there was some there was some vicious games and there were some angry people coming off the plane. Some yeah. drunk people too because when I was on the in Seattle, you know it's and we're going east. Long, you know, oh, long it's, hauls. It's a long thing, man. That's a that's a long road. Yeah. But yeah, getting on the plane, you just go up the back of the plane, no security, no nothing. You know, there was there were weapons on the plane. There how, was, about,
1: how about the end of like, I'm sure you had this happen, but like, you'll go, you'll be on the bus for, you know, five or six hours and we pull in and it'll be four o'clock in the morning and there'll be some game that's so intense that no yeah, one's getting no <laughs> no one You're sitting there that's at, at, it. at your destination waiting yeah. to finish a stinking game. You know,
0: what's yeah. about those though is we would, you'd, you'd pull in that early and none of the rooms were ready for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you'd be
1: all the time.
0: Sleeping in the lobby and, you know, but there was always seen some type of some type of gambling going on, you know. Outside of that, so how about you know you're, you're you when you flew, especially AAA in the big leagues, everybody would throw into the pot whose luggage would come out first on the mm-hmm. on the on the belt. You know, guys be standing around like who stands around the freaking luggage belt waiting like in intensity and be like be the greatest victory ever. Yeah, it's like eight o'clock yeah. in the morning. Enough, <laughs> like, been up for, yeah. up since in the morning that that was but it,
1: it was i know yeah and then any event that came up like any event that came up there was a pool going on you know Kentucky oh yeah Liberty, the uh, ball, you know, every Masters, day there was always yeah. there was always something going on yeah uh, it, it was fun yeah i miss
0: it yeah somebody's always scamming something remember uh, uh Stu Peterson jock Peterson's dad at the end of the year we'd get offered X amount of playoff tickets to, you know the teams I was with were never in the playoffs so but i had the ability to get playoff tickets and he'd go out and scalp them
2: for us, and we get
0: checks during the season, like yeah. And I think it was the Braves and uh, Minnesota, and they went to Game 91. Seven. I made like fourteen grand. Oh, I'm in trouble now. I paid my taxes on that, just so you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> statute limitations, you're
0: good. But you're no, good. It, but it, all that's changed. All that's gotten tighter. I mean, even even tickets now, we could give up. Like if you had somebody coming, right, and you would trade tickets in the beginning of the season. So I'd say usually I traded with Randy Johnson because he was a West Coast kid, and and, uh, and I'd say, look, Randy, we go to New York. You know, I have so many family members coming. So you'd get all the guys from the West Coast that would give you, and then I'd give my tickets up on the West Coast. But then you'd get there and uh, oh no, I need the tickets. Like, dude, I just offered all these <laughs> tickets to everybody. Craig Detweiler, you remember, do you remember Detweiler's yeah. pass? He was our traveling secretary. He hated me, man. Because we go into New York and I do a pass list of like 50 you know and then i'd hide in my locker and i'd put the clothes over me and he'd come in and he'd go where the f is, Schaefer? you
1: you can't do this you know
0: but now they charge the guys
1: you get taxed on them and you upfront. get taxed
0: on them that never was a, that never was the, uh they the started way
1: that did that system at some point when i was there and yeah like yeah you'd have to go into the computer and you'd have to like i mean it was yeah. like a process i was like just trying to Dude, like just write right right on, the, right on that's it. <laughs>
0: can't read it is that is that a two no that's 8 that's an 8 <laughs> <laughs> i need eight tickets man but, uh, yeah, those are I, so many good memories, and you know, people popping up from from different times and you know, different stories. I ran into
1: Gookie Dawkins two weekends ago. Did you really? Yeah, you
0: remember Gookie? It's Gookie's jersey right over there at the oh, end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I ran into him. Yeah. He's got a white beard, fully white. Beard. We're all
0: white.
2: Um, yeah,
1: he was he was out there. He's a uh, he's over in the upstate. Greenville he's doing he's doing travel coaching. baseball. He's or? back into Yeah, he's got a uh, thirteen and fourteen u team or something really? like that. Does he, he have kids playing? I don't think he's. I don't I don't know his his personal yeah, situation with right. kids, but uh I don't think he, he had a kid on that team. He's a good guy,
0: man. He was yeah. he's a lot of he's always had a smile on his face. He's funny as hell too. Yeah. I mean he was uh he was a good dude to uh to hang out with. But um, you know, come on in, Dylan. Say hello, dude. Guess guess
1: those chicken legs. I know, man. man.
0: He's gonna set When up did the they machine. let him
1: start working out for uh after his surgery?
0: Yeah, exactly. When are we gonna be released? He's in here hitting right now. Yeah. So he's going to set up the machine. But, yeah, that rehab is going good, knock on wood. But, um, yeah, so Gookie, I, you yeah. know, different places, different people all the time. Like when I go up to MLBPA, Kevin slowey that's his jersey. Remember Slowey was working out with us down here when you were working out with us. Um, and uh, he had a good career, Winthrop guy that, uh, that hung in. Now he's working for the Players Association. I mean, he can go through it. You know, we'll talk to uh, Curtis Curtis Grandison and CeCe Sabathia this week. Um, on the HBCU stuff that we're going to do, I um, played with Curtis. Yeah, he was he was he, was he had with a good career. With the Tigers, I, he I, 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 the way he went to play, man, I just never thought he would hit, but he always he always had productive years.
1: It was, I mean, I yeah. he was when he first got to AAA, like the first week, I think he struck out like fourteen at bats in a row or something yeah. like that. It was ridiculous. And then you know he smart, he figured it out. And by yeah. the end of the season, I think he had he had been called up. You know,
0: God, like, he had like, he had like yeah, he had to have at least fourteen years, I would think, something like that. He's got a, a gold card. Yeah.
1: Yep. A lot, lot of homers. A lot of homers.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he played in the Ray Parks Ray Parks for that. But uh so we got we got a, we got on a tangent there but um so high school baseball, mm-hmm. you know, I, I you know that it's interesting. I mean it's very political um and I, i'll say that you guys don't have to back me up on this i'll be the one that throws myself out there on that but it's just even even playing time and stuff like that for players along the way and there is there is a jealousy and we talked you know we kind of touched on this a little bit but we didn't elaborate is you know there's a jealousy for people for high school coaches to a degree not all of them don't get me wrong i'm not saying all of them but there definitely is certain scenarios where if players played in a certain organization in the summer you know, they're not, they're not going to get the love that uh, that that's expected of those guys because mm-hmm. I've seen better players not on the field than players or I've seen better players not in the positions that they should be playing right. and lesser players in the positions that they should be playing. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's unfortunate that people take it that way because we don't do it that way. We've always said all along as an organization, we're just trying to make them better for the high school team and prepare them for college. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, if somebody comes up to us and we know they're a PO, going to the next level, we're not going to give up a spot or playing time to a kid that's going somewhere in that position. Just
1: because they want to.
0: Just because they want to or just because yeah. the parents want them to. Then go ahead and, you know, then go somewhere else and do it. But there comes a point in the process, you know, if you're chasing money, which you are with a scholarship or an opportunity as a preferred walk-on or something like that to go in and play, that you got to be you got to be pigeonholed. You got to get in your spot and you got to stay in your spot and you got to show in your spot. There are very, very, very few guys in the game anyway. Otani's the freak in the big leagues, right? Um, I think Ankiel was one of those for a little while, or he came back as an outfielder, but he wasn't that at the time. But, you know, there's not two way guys.
1: I mean, part of And the if reason, they are, they're left handed so, pitchers. It's just mostly. so hard to get the amount of reps you need to play at that level at two completely different positions. Right. You know, it's just, it's so hard. So, I mean, it is a, it, you are kind of a freak. There are pitchers that are good enough to be major league hitters yeah. and there are hitters that have arms to be major league pitchers, but you, you got to develop, you know, if, you, if right. you're not getting the time there, you don't develop and going back to your point about playing the right positions, you know, p- pigeonholing yourself to position. Yeah. You have to, to an extent to get good enough to push yourself to the next level, to get the reps, to get the experience. Yeah,
0: you know, parents want to see their kids play. I get it. Right. They don't want to go sit there the whole weekend and just watch them pitch one game maybe pinch run or maybe get, you know, uh, you know, an at bat here and there. But the reality of it is, you know, if you want your kid to go the next level then you know, you got, but again, it's, I, I don't know who we were talking to or I was talking to this morning. Um, Oh, I was talking to one of the parents, you know, down in South Carolina and, uh, you know, it's just, it's, we keep preaching to the choir, but the choir is never going to change. Well, the choir always changes, but they come with the the same delusional information.
1: It just resets every. It four just, years. It resets it's you reset, all the time. Reset. All the time. So by the time they got to figure it out, it's too late.
0: It's too late. You know? Yeah. You know. But uh, you know, and and we've seen kids that we've, and every organization is probably this way. I, I would say our organization probably is in a higher percentile of guys leaving because we're not playing them in positions, right? Mm-hmm. We're just saying, listen, this is this is what it is. It's not my responsibility to make you better for your high school team. It's not our responsibility as an organization to make them better for their high school team. It's our responsibility to get them prepared to go to college. Yeah. That's what they're paying for.
1: It's our responsibility to get them better at the position that they're going to go to college with. If right. that dovetails with them helping their high school team, then, then great, sure. but I could care less if you're going to play third base for your, right. your your small public high school, right. or you know private high school or whatever it is, yeah. when you're going to be a pitcher at the next level. I don't, I, don't, I don't have time for that. The rest of the team doesn't have yeah. time for that. So these guys want to play these, these, these kids, they want to play on a team. So you get these stud pitchers and they're like, I, I'm so good. And I want to go play a position now too. Well, now this other pitcher has to have your junkie defensive thing, right. but right. out at that position. Right. Like, you know, if you expect it when you're pitching, then you, then they get it when they're pitching.
0: Yeah. Now the higher, the higher profile teams, the teams that, you know, like they that, that have the, the national national teams, mm-hmm. you know, the, like the let's say the, the Canes national teams or whatever. I don't even throw the Panthers in that anymore because they just, you know, they've, they've, they've changed their whole model. They're about, they're about money now. But if you're looking at a Canes national team, they're already, they're already committed players, right? And they're, they're already in their positions and it's already paid for if they don't pay for anything. So uh, and that's probably the same thing with any any you know with the dirt bags or with five star or with any of that. if you're on the national team it's already covered, so but those guys aren't playing all over the place they're not you know the, because they're paid for right so the parents can come and say, well my son should be he's going to play shortstop but would it well you know so what then go somewhere else got a million other guys that want to jump into this in, into this process and then and so you're developing these kids if you're a developmental organization you're developing them for the next level mm-hmm. not 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 for the high school thing so. You know these guys that are not making—they're um, all regional teams, or you know things like that. That's political too. I mean, that's that's the coach putting in who they, you know, who they want to put in.
1: Well, that's who's going to uh, butter their bread.
0: Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, we've seen it. We've seen it at different levels too, where you know people that, um, you know, families that feel like they can put money into their situations or buy something or do something are going to get you know going to get preferential treatment, and also you know high school to a degree is uh a feel-good thing now you know there's not every school out there that's worried about you know winning championships you know it's like okay every kid's got to play you know it's a participation type of thing instead of you know i i didn't grow up that way you know either you earned your way on the field or you didn't
1: it's too much time it's too much energy to to waste if you're not gonna i mean not everybody's capable of winning and and that you know every every year that's you know that that goes without saying but it's too much time to go out there and sit around and just have. Just have fun, yeah. You know, just for fun. You know, it's like a, it's that's a wreck experience.
0: Well, I mean, it, it is a wreck experience, right? And any sports are supposed to create experiences that are going to help you in life. So you're just not going to go to a job because it's fun, you right. know. I mean, you want hopefully you're working at a job you enjoy, that's but what you know, I do. that's what you I do. Just, it's it. so much fun here every day. I, and listen, right?
1: Yeah, you guys right. do. I know,
0: I know, I know the culture I built. I know you guys love this, and it's easy and. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun no, it is it, is, it is i mean
1: you should enjoy it like you got to be yeah. you know it, it, you need competitive players though you know you can't have players that are there just because it's fun yeah you know at the high school level you can't do that's what rec is supposed to be that's what pe is supposed to. listen
0: be. you there, there's a way to have fun and win right so i've talked to enough college coaches and you know and i, I haven't gotten this from many high school coaches i know there's certain ones out there but you know even the college level where your job is to is to win or you lose your job there's 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 some dudes out there that make it enjoyable for everybody whether enjoyable you're playing is the right or not, Fun is
1: not the right, right enjoyable Fun is, is, enjoyable
0: the right, is the right time term. like satisfying I, I want to go to the park i want to go play baseball okay am i in the lineup well, no up, i'm not it, so uh-oh shank lip it out buddy lip it out I, it Flash. Freaking, I want him to go home go back to the live um where are we okay so there are Enjoy you know i mean you know so i've had i've had we've had guys on we've had guys on our podcast that talk about creating the culture and the experience right mm-hmm. we've had um you know I've, I've talked to players of college college players that are not even playing very much and you ask them, what do you think of your coach love him mm-hmm. because he cares about every single player on the field you know so it makes a difference i mean the worst thing that could happen is that a kid spends his whole life playing this game He's dreaming about going to the big leagues or whatever, right? That's it. That's their ultimate dream. Or getting signed, getting drafted to play pro ball, but that's not going to happen and your last experiences in the game are horrible. Right? That's that sucks. Because you want these guys to be stewards of the game forever, right? They're going to be dads, they're going to be coaches, they're going to be whatever. Um and you want them to to figure it out. Now, are the, you know, but on the other side is if you if you lay the groundwork and you build the culture the right way, they're gonna know that there's gonna be intense moments, dude, where I'm not happy, right? Um, you know, but then the other coaches that I've enjoyed playing for, the guys that take accountability for what they did, right? So you and I have done it like, listen, if we are putting on a, you know, a one look steel sign from second to third and the guy all of a sudden does an inside move, that's on us. Mm-hmm. Like that's on us, right? Or we're timing a, you know, a pitcher going to the dish and we're like, you know, run, just go. First move, go and you know okay that's on us you know they can't come off the field and go well, the coach every time a kid makes a mistake on the field he goes oh,
1: oh i've oh. Had, I've been, uh, I've, had, I've got a kid on one of my teams He's a good, good kid yeah um and he's 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 on the leadership side right but he he sh- he physically shows whenever he's disappointed and it's yeah. like you can't you can't do that yeah. <laughs> that's embarrassing and then yeah. there's and High school coaches, pro coaches, college coaches, yeah. to do that. I think the same Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. I'm like, you know, you know, when you screwed up, yeah. you knew you screwed up. Yeah. I don't need you having a tantrum in the dugout, letting yeah. everybody else know that you're disappointed in me. I, I care enough to be disappointed myself. Yeah,
0: you can't, and you know, the the, the over preparation of thinking, you know, I prepared you so well, that, you know, you should, you know. You can't do that, through it. You can't do that. I mean, if 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 you care about the game and if you care about you know the human, if now if you're self-centered and all you're worried about is your own career, then you know, then you got to pick and choose. But I think we've done a good job also of finding places for our kids to play that kind of match the personalities of the coaches and you know, they, like I said, there's some guys that I mean, grew up. I I grew up with some hard, some hard dudes, man. And you know, I could handle being screamed at. I could I could handle being you know you know told that that you suck today man like you know okay i get it i did all right but that doesn't mean i don't care about you right but i'm going to tell you you sucked. Well, it's tough but when you when you tell me you know you know the, you're a piece of crap and you know you know you don't belong here or whatever then you know different different world to uh so, yeah
1: there's just different there's different di- ways to go about that kind of stuff and again you know if you when you're dealing with somebody who who understands and is accountable it's there's no problem. Like you can talk openly. You yeah, know, it's the, the people. You, you know, you don't want to have to be on eggshells around people either, because they're yeah. so sensitive and things like. It's like you know, you can't have it both ways.
0: If you're afraid to walk into the coach's office because of what it's going to do on do you on the field, and you can't voice your opinion, then not a good place. A tough, tough place to be.
2: Well, a know? good coach they read personalities of the kids too. So it's like if a kid just got beat up on the mound. I mean, good coaches if they read that player right. They're not going to scream out. Well, you know. I mean,
1: a lot of you do your work up front, though. You know, you, you do your work at tryouts and our in yeah, our system. Absolutely. You do your you do your work with recruiting and things like that. You know what kind of players you're bringing in. Yeah. You know, and if you sit there, you can't be these outliers on the on one on 20 here 20 there. You know, you've got you've got to fit into a a, a culture. You know, yeah. so like I said, if you're eggshells over here, or if you're an absolute hothead. Yeah. If, if <laughs> head, it freaks out all the time you know that also doesn't doesn't yeah. work you know you've got to find players that are that are like-minded and, and if you're not one of those players you've got to figure out a way to change
0: well if, if you bring in a player that's not that way you gotta be, if you're a good coach you're a good psychologist you read personalities and you know who 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 can take you know being beat up a little bit verbally like you know you, you how many times have i told you not to do that and you've done it you know you know or you know the kid that needs a, he needs to be high five after he makes a mistake, mm-hmm. because you know the the, the you got to make these guys go and compete for you regardless yeah, yeah, of what yeah. I'm saying. There's yeah.
1: there's like if you if you're dealing with a hundred percent, you know you you want the middle thirty percent, right? Because you don't want to have to sit there and be walking a kid to class because he won't, no. you know he won't you know sure. So there's you've got to do your work up front though. Yep. You know you bring on your own problems in in, in this case. absolutely. You know, we brought we've brought in a, yeah. you know some players through our trial process and. And uh, you know you kind of cringe later on, and you're like, that didn't work yeah, out so good. Right. And guys bring in guys to their college programs and things like that, and it's like, yeah. you know, they could, you know, you risk losing an entire clubhouse if you get the wrong mixture of players.
0: That's 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 the death. That's that's that is the death to a coach if you lose the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Once that's done, because when when the guys don't want to show up early to hang out, we talked about all the times of fun that we had. Like, how many days did you go to the park early just because, dude, I don't sit in a hotel room. Let's go play cards. Let's go hang out. Let's go put our freaking sliding shorts on and, you know, our our, our shower shoes and hang out and just enjoy it and cut up and and be and just want to be in the environment. And not cringe when the coaches walk in. Mm You know, not worry about that. You Job. know,
1: just, I mean my favorite coaches too, you can talk shit. Yeah. Talk shit. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There walking by. Yeah. We're we're not P G we're PG pg 13 now.
0: Yeah, well. No, it's it's the truth. I mean it's it, it because it, it, the whole unit, it can't be it can't be staff and players right. right so the best guys I ever played for were players managers right mm-hmm. even though they we know that they have to answer to the front office and they got to do certain things that they're not comfortable you with. understand there's a line that, that you, know you know there's a line especially if when it's a business right yeah. and and college baseball is a business because you're getting paid to go there you know i mean you're you're there you know you're getting money whether it's academic whether it's athletic yeah. you know so you know th- that is a job right but you know, when you when you when you take somebody that's strictly front office and have them try to manage all those personalities, mm-hmm. you're never going to get the respect. You, you never the, get the
2: set the environment early. I mean, look at Deion Sanders as an example. He's done a great, done a job.
0: great job, awesome job, great job. One of
2: the, one of the worst HBCU programs in history he turned to be a great program, and now he's with Colorado. I mean, he's kind of you know yeah. he's going to work his way up. That's what he's going to do. That's his yeah. goal.
0: So. Well, I mean, it's and there's a guy that's a superstar that could just be, what you know, I mean, why am I even doing this? I mean, you know, two sport freaking all-stars, uh, you know, pro baller and, a, and an all-star player in the MLB. That's, you know, and here he is. But, you know, he recognizes that not every single kid is going to move on to a certain level. Yep. But if, if you're not building the culture, you're not building your alumni base, which is going to support your program going down the road. And you know what? And if you're going to turn around and you're going to say, I never ever want to go to a, a one of the games that I played for or team that I played for, whether it's college or whatever. Like, you know, I mean, I have my, my issues with, with Maryland, but my issues with Maryland and not because of what I had on the field, it's because of how they disrespected the coach that I had mm-hmm. that was there for 30 years and not getting the recognition that, you know, that he deserved because that guy built men,
2: yep.
0: you know? Um, and, you know, it, we joke on our, on our, on our, text thread all the guys that I play with Marilyn, but we joke about him all the time. His son, his grandson's playing out here this weekend, met him for the first time, heard about this kid since he was born, heard about everything in his career, never met him. And then he's, he's here, you know, playing for Stetson and just a good kid. You can see what the lineage that he came down from, you know, very polite, very well-spoken. Um, so, if that we went off on that, we're going on some tangents today. That's baby. all we I got, know. man. It's a
1: light baseball yeah. week, right? Now. It is. But we got to get yeah. it. Once we get into the deeper playoffs, we'll be good to go. We've got the All Star game coming up, though. Yeah. yeah. We've got our uh, our second our second. We're, it's it's kind of it feels early to call it the second annual because it's only the second, but uh, yeah, it's we're, we're going to do this every year. It's our right? sophomore. Yeah, sophomore. It's it's a sophomore All-Star our sophomore All Star game. Yeah, now. our sophomore run but, at it. But uh, the nominations have come in. The invitations yeah. are going out, and we're filling that thing up and. It, uh, it, it seemed how much easier does it seem this year with the number of players oh, so much have, easier yeah so much easier it, it, it worked know. well last year and you know we'll keep doing it and i'm excited well it's about fun that. you know
0: listen we put we put we again the, these are people that have nominated right no 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 doubt there's a couple kids that we knew that we wanted to have in here um, but overall you know we put it out for nomination so you know if, if you if you you know if you're questioning you know why you weren't you know reached out to it's because you weren't nominated by probably, somebody
1: probably weren't nominated you
0: know somebody didn't take the time to and, it, and it's a simple form it's not like it's gonna you know crush you and you have to you know provide all this stuff but then, i couldn't know.
1: tell you other than a couple of the players that we just happen to know because right. they play here i couldn't tell you Who's what coming? summer teams any of those guys play for. none no and i guarantee you, <laughs> there's people out there worried about them coming to play here
0: oh absolutely oh, no oh, doubt about oh, it oh yeah that that that's always that's been forever. I mean, mm-hmm. we've always had the nicest facility. We've always had we've had really good facilities along the way. We have a we have a we have a complex now. We got a three field facility with an indoor. We got, you know, yak, or We have everything that you would want, you know, if you were a player looking for a program, a summer program, mm-hmm. and you know. But people don't want other people to see what we have. We we know because local teams wouldn't even play in our tournaments when we, you know, when we've invited them. You know, no,
1: well, there's someone we just didn't invite too. absolutely
0: absolutely and yeah so that's definitely the but i mean that's
1: that's that's the thing there's nothing there's nothing to this other than you were nominated and you were vetted That's it. And, uh, you know, outside of just having too many guys at a position, I mean, we want to, we hopefully we get, you know, representation from just about every school in the area. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with with any kind of baseball.
0: No, we got, we had a kid coming from the Wilmington area, pitcher. Mm -hmm. You know, we got, you know, Columbia kids. kids. Yeah. We have more, more kids kind of branched out in the North Carolina side Mm -hmm. than the South Carolina side because we, you know, I mean, we got, I mean, we have, you know, we got Clover we got Fort Mill we got nation Ford and we got Catawba Ridge right there and they're all really good programs and then we got Blythewood you know we got so we started then we trickled down a little bit further the down airport, 77 airport high, airport high school you know out of so you know it's uh you know it's spread out and again the guys that uh, that were here last year
1: a lot of return a lot of, lot lot of, of guys want to come back and, and
0: do it again and it's and it's a lot of fun it's, it's will there be recruiters here yes there will be recruiters here um, but we got committed guys. On the roster and we have a lot of uncommitted guys on the roster. But it's uh it's a fun time, you know. It's North Carolina versus South Carolina. And uh it's an all star game, you know, and all star games you played in all star games in, in no. no you didn't make an all star team in the minor leagues or anything like that?
2: Mm-hmm. Not in rec league or no. Breck? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dominated the No, I never made a pro
0: but, I never made a pro one. Yeah, but it's it's always kinda of cool to go into um you know, an all-star, an all-star locker room when you've played against these guys, compete against, especially in pro ball, when these guys, you know, you got guys with Arizona State, you know, I mean, different places, and you know them, you know, hey, whatever on the field, but then you get to spend a, you know, a day or two with them, hanging out, and uh, and it kind of creates a different, a different bond, but it's a lot of fun, um, you know.
1: But it's a small world. I mean, it just it just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller as you go up, so you run across the same people yeah. more and more and more.
0: Yeah, but and how many people that weren't in the game that will run into somebody that was in the game and they'll say hey you know uh, oh i know a guy back john ennis i played with john you know it's you know and it gets it it keeps uh it keeps creeping in but so you know for the high school guys it's almost in a similar situation we're talking about the nomination for the all-star team you know your high school coach has to nominate you and i can tell you i can tell you kids that stats dominate other people that have made you know all region teams and things like that Mm -hmm. um and you know it's just right on the other side of the border here that you know deserved it that you know that, that was the dominant player on the team and not making an all-region team somebody else did it's you know it's it's political so it, and it's unfortunate because politics will trickle into you know everything 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 right? everything. Every, everything, everything so um we had we were um talking earlier about uh, you know these laws are going to get passed or they, they may get passed soon where a family can take the money allocated for a kid to go to public school and move that money anywhere else you want to move it to it's kind of
1: like a tax credit for a, the cost that you would, right right it would
0: just friend. probably they would just pay that school like i don't want to go i don't want to go to my public school i want to go to this school here and then that money because then you're not like stuck in the uh so
1: basically the, the crt whatever,
0: and all that other stuff and
1: whatever you're everybody every kid say it's allotted a certain amount of power which is their money exactly and they choose where to go right with that money right it's
0: like you know your scholarship this money to go where you want to go right even though it's so it's and so so what will that do to academies right we talk about our you know doing the academy in here and uh you know how many of those kids now they can take that money instead of the family having to go well you know i pay my taxes to go to this public high school well that's your money back now you can take it and you can go anywhere else. Now you can you're start free create, agent. It's just a whole you're a free agent. Everybody's a free agent. Yeah. You know, you're not you're not held to that. So now you can go to these different uh you know, these different places that, you know, are focusing on the sports end of it, if that's what it is. Or it could even be the academic end of it, right? It could be a a school that's built on math. I, it could, this, be a, I could
1: use this to yeah. get, you know, offset the cost of Latin. Yeah.
0: I think that's gonna I think it's gonna be a uh you know, because now the family doesn't have to go find the extra money. They're already paying taxes. They have, they have a, a pile of money that's that they can move wherever they want to move, and they can move it towards you know, uh, combine or you know or P P twenty seven or ours. Or you know, we get to, get, you know, get down to the nuts and bolts of that. But that'll be an interesting transition, like the portal. You know, like the portal has been an interesting transition.
1: And I, well, I mean it puts it's going to put pressure on the, the public schools to to step up their game.
0: Well, it's going to take the political part out of it. It's going to take it's going to it's no, going to take wait, it. Won't. there'll it, still be a political part. Well, listen, in. listen, you know uh, listen. T- teachers are great, you know, but they're also the, they're also told what to teach and they wanted to t- determine what to teach and if I you know, you want that for your kids or do you want to know, you know, do you want to decide what your kids should be educated with?
1: I don't know enough to make that decision.
0: Well, your wife does.
1: No, <laughs> so we come from completely different sides of the spectrum.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. She's a she's a highly educated person, and
2: you're not. That's no, not, no, drug no,
0: drug no, drug. no. I'm telling you, structurally, <laughs> structurally educated. John's one of the smartest people I know. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty interesting. Outside that, of yourself. Well, I. I I'm a Gemini, so one day I'm the stupid guy, and one day I'm the other guy that can. You guys have seen me in action. Sure. Like, some days, like, I'm asking John, like, did we send this invite? Like, I'm thinking we probably had this conversation you told me yesterday. I'm like, all oh, nervous that they ask him. He's like, no, and it comes back, no. I'm like, no. okay, we had this conversation, nope. <laughs> we had it. But, but, we fixed it, but yeah, I mean, would you want to pick and choose like your kids' strengths,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Okay, then you know, and that's well, gonna here's be...
1: what's going to happen though. <clears throat> Just like everything else that I've realized about youth sports, this is probably going to transition over into school, right? The participation uh, part? I hope no, not. Just how dumb parents are when it comes to their actual kid. Absolutely. <laughs> so you're gonna take this money and you're gonna give yeah. the, you're gonna give parents this money and and, and parents are—they're very smart people. They're very well-educated people. But when it comes to their kids, sometimes they are the stupidest delusional.
0: People. Yeah, it's delusional. The
1: stupidest people. So yeah. um, the academies could be—it it could be great for the academies initially. Or it could be, you know, it could just stay right on par. But you're also going to have a bunch of people dumping kids into academies that they don't need to be worrying about their kids going to academies for extra sports. And this could be, this could be, you know, we're talking about sports. You're right. This could be for arts. This could be for mathematics. This could be for all this kind of stuff. You know, so they're basically going to sit back and choose where their kids are going to go, and say, hey, this is where I think that they can go. Yeah. Or they take,
2: or they take some sort of. They're parents.
1: They're, they're They all they have the same bias and they have the same, you know, they think that this is going to make the difference.
2: I have your solution. You oh. put, put every kid through some sort of testing where you see what type of learner they are, what type of if they like mathematics, if they like engineering, what what they like and you kind of structure them to that kind of learning. That's what they do in like Korea and stuff you know, in Japan.
0: I I, I don't disagree do you know with
1: that. What, that also is why the the suicide rates are higher there. You get put into these programs when you're 12 or 13 years old, you go to study for law or or medicine. Right. And then you come up short when it's time for testing to become that profession that you've spent the last 10 years in. And and you see a ton of, of, you know, 20, 21, 22 year old suicides because they were put into something. You know, at twelve or thirteen years old. That's like that. That that was depressing. John. Well, hey, right, we're done. We're <laughs> keeping... <laughs> all right. That, and... that, that, that was, that,
0: you know. That's sad, now I'm gonna but, go sit on a motor. But you know. But to your point. But to your point. You're right. Like it, it'll turn into like travel baseball, where there's organizations out there that. Are just based on numbers. Yes, right. Absolutely. And they're going to take everybody regardless. And we've seen that with these bigger organizations. So, like I said, I, you know, I, I'll bust on the Panthers all day long because they used to be elite, man. Those were the dudes of the dudes in our area. Right. And they were one team per age group. Then they went to two-teens-for-age group, okay? Then they kind of sell the brand off, and now they're chasing youth, everything else. They're chasing with the SBAs old. and the Canes and the Five Stars and all these other people are chasing. They're chasing volume, and they're chasing, they're chasing money. So the same thing will happen to a school where they'll just say, ah, just, you know, whatever it is, we don't have to qualify, we don't have to vet you. But the better ones will vet the people that come in there. Mm-hmm. so like we do with the, all, like the, thing, we do with the all-star game
1: you, you know, you'll have a certain amount of money allotted to you under the system it sounds like. right well uh, but i mean your, your elite schools are still going to cost more than that sure. you're still going to have to put you know yeah. more into the pot you know latin right. you know if you go to latin right. you're still going to have to pay more on top of that but again it's going to you're going to I hate to say i'm this so cynical but like every time you see money that's thrown out there the first people in are the sharks the always, sharks are the first always, 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 always. You know, no yeah. one's going in with a, you know, a, you know, this big heart because this is they want to make everything better. Yeah. They go in trying to figure out how to turn this into Walmart and let's let's churn a billion people through this thing. Yeah,
0: no, and look, we see rosters, we see stacked rosters with numbers because of dollars.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, not you know, not rosters built to make sure the kid gets the playing time and the exposure needed. It's how many people can we bring in and how much money can we make? Right. And people watching, they think that this, this has been easy to do this. You know, this has been, this has been I mean, the first, first 10 years was an absolute stressful grind overall just to make sure that you were covering, you know, that you were bringing home a little bit, you know, and that, um, you know, you were doing the right things. We've always been built on doing the right things for the kids and the families. And if it didn't work out, first one to tell you is go, go away. You know, well, here's a check, right? Right. You know, how many times have we done that over the years? It's John? got to yeah, like,
1: be mutual. You know, you know it's like, is- see
0: you later, man. Here's your money back. I don't, I don't, you know, the, I'm not here for that. You know? Yeah. Do I like what it did? Do we like the business that we built? Are we in better shape now? You know, that we're in our 18th year than we were in our 10th year. No doubt about it. But, you know, it's, uh, the grind wasn't because I had to make money doing it. Or, you know, I wanted to make money doing it, but it wasn't going to blind us. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of times the money will blind these organizations, and uh, and again, you, you, I mean, look at the level of coaching that they these some of these places have. Okay, they're just throwing people out there. You know, we're throwing out experienced guys, you know, or guys that came through our system that know what we did. Like you're talking mm-hmm. about Owen Grayson, and you're talking about Jake Boyner, God right? I
1: coached one of them for eight years, one of them for five years.
0: We've had Jake since he was freaking 11 years old, you know, and Owen probably came in when he was 14, right? 12. Twelve. I had
1: him when he was 12.
0: So you know, so these guys have watched everything that we've done, and we and 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 they're easier to cut loose than somebody because they're carrying your brand, right? Mm-hmm. You have to represent the brand. You have to understand how to deal with the parents.
1: They were always bench, so I mean, they sat there next to us yeah. every game,
0: yeah, and they never went constantly. <laughs> you guys stink, but stay here. Yeah, no. sit so right next to me and learn
1: learn how to mutter under right. your breath. Hey, you
0: know, and again, let's go back. You can go back to this, and this is fun today because this is a tangent, freaking show. We have nothing. We this walked in here Jeff and said Shaver. what. What are we going to do, right? But our dugouts are fun. But our dugouts know that when you're pissed, you're pissed. Mm -hmm. Like, we've taken them down the side of the, you know, and, like, that's it, dudes. You know, like, you know, whatever. But we enjoy the kids as much as... As anything. I
1: mean, you know how it is sitting on the bench. I mean, a lot of it's just yeah. conversations. You're just sitting there talking, you know, and you get the the kids that want to sit there and talk with you and be, you know. It sounds like BS Chad Matthews, yeah. Dan,
0: Daniel Bagwell, Caleb oh, Tischler. Awesome. Caleb Tischler is like one of the craziest, you know.
1: Tischler every thirty seconds is asking if he can go in the game, dude. You look down there you and go. he's
0: got he's got batting gloves on and a helmet for like no reason, yeah, but he's just sitting for there. Four years, but <laughs> I'm like Tisch, you sit right here, and every time I get off my stool, he jumps on my stool like how so i bought him a stool you know the fold-up stools like i got you your own stool what do you do the first day he left it in the dugout oh. never got it again and sam johnson got the stool after that so but that's you know that i i tell you it, that environment in the right way keeps you young you know because we step back in time when we get to go in there with those guys because mm-hmm. it's still a game it's and it's not like uh know i mean there's always youth in there there's always stupid things that are being said in there there's always kids that are that are learning in there there's always there's always family situations or something that we deal with you know but you're connected to all that Mm -hmm. and it's uh it's it it that's been my nirvana like the clubhouse has always been big time fun and the dugout you know i mean i was utility playing the big leagues i sat on the bench more than i played but, dude, I had some – I mean, I got to know some great people, Jeffrey Leonard. I got to know Randy, like Randy Johnson. The people, You know, Randy kept people away from him. Jeffrey Leonard kept people away from him. You know, these, but these are amazing baseball minds, and, and you know, Randy was as eccentric as could be. You know, he's into art and playing the drums and all these other things, and he wasn't talking baseball. He was talking all that other stuff. Um, and then you get the guys that are just like, you know, they got to do – you know, they got to go back to their room and do 10,000 sit-ups because they're not going to be rare. Like, those guys I couldn't deal with. You Know because it would never outbuy me beer.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of those guys, though, like you can't, like, there has to be a certain amount of you have to be able to have an outlet. Like, you can't yeah. literally just sit there and, right. and work on your body all the time and I mean, and, and, and and focus. No, like it's, too stress- on the it's too like stressful. You have to have outlets it's too stressful, even inside the game. You gotta, yeah. you, know, you gotta be able to stay relaxed, too you know, stressful, things like yeah. that. I, I, I'll tell you what. And, that's, and that, that, stress is,
0: that stress has trickled all the way down to the youth, to our, to our youngest yes. teams now. All the way down to freaking kids that don't even have, they're 9 and 10 and 11 years old. It's crazy.
1: No, but yeah, it's got to be looser. Um, you know, you run good, clean practices. You know, yep. you make sure the kids understand what they're supposed to understand at the time, and beyond that, man, just got and have it. some fun, guys.
0: Yeah. It's,
1: uh, why are Why are players hurt so much more now than when we? were Because their bodies
0: are too tight, man. They work out too much. They train too hard. I mean, when did you? Were you a runner? Were you a pole guy? When? Yeah. See that to me, that you know, that's loose. That's something that's that's creating. But everybody's like, you know, high intensity explosion, high intensity explosion. I mean, you can't you can't pitch a game and every pitch is high intensity. You can't do it
2: it's working on the same muscles, like we talked last week with Alan right. Tyson. You're working the same muscles, and some kids are just playing one sport. You're not working your whole body.
0: But you've tightened it. You know, the, the theory should be, well, you know, they used to tell baseball players, don't lift, right? Don't lift. You know, I, I, so I did a lot of forearm stuff like that. And then I started lifting because my all my buddies were football guys. But, you know, you, you constantly put that stress on your body off the field as well as on the field. And it's got it, it it has to take effect because – you know these athletes—they're—they're—they're they're, they're specimens, right? They're freaking Adonis physically, but I don't think that uh, this game doesn't need all that. This game needs a, a, a level of talent, a certain level of talent, and that's obviously to, you know, to play in the big leagues and do things like that. But you have to have a high ba- high IQ, right? You can play basketball, and I'm going to get blown up for this one, and you can play football and not be high IQ guys. But this game has a scenario has 12 million different things that could happen in a nine-inning big league game, right? And it's supposed to be a game of anticipation. So to your point, is we train these guys to do the things that are most common in the game. And the greater athletes that have a little bit higher baseball IQ react to the things that are not the norm. They know where to be, know what to do, right? So we talk about feel of the game, knowledge of the game. So when we talk to college coaches about Players that we think to go to certain levels. I always say high baseball IQ understands can read, you know, can, I mean, the best infielders in the game. And hopefully I was considered one of that when I, when I played, but I could play going out to the wall, going out to the, you know, on a ball in the gap or whatever. I didn't have to turn and look. You know, I knew where I had to be. I knew what I knew the speed of the runner. I had a pretty good idea when he came around the base where he's going to be. I knew the scenario was okay. The first two bases loaded; those two runs don't matter. Keep the guy off second base, um, and and that's not that's not taught, right? That that stuff is not taught. That comes from playing the game, not from over practicing, over training. You know, grinding it out. There's there's a there's I mean, a feel and a flow.
1: Is, I feel like there, there's so much more individual work being put on nowadays, and mm-hmm. just a lot less teams. Yeah on but i mean i just can't imagine as like i mean like the nba they use the term load management all the time you're paying a guy 40 million dollars and you you're hoping he plays 50 games for you or and they let him go home i mean there's how many guys and i mean i'm not picking on him at all Mm because i really like him but Corey seager hasn't played more than 120 games in his career like why, like, why are these players not, I mean, there is no Cal Ripkins anymore. I yeah. think like Whit Merrifield played like 500 games in a row. And that was right. like, I mean, you weren't even a fifth of the way there. Yeah. Like these like, it just seems like the expectation for, for the I think the money has a lot to
0: do with that too, though.
1: But, but if I'm paying you more, why do I expect less?
0: True, but I, I guess you look like they, they look at it as an investment. I'm with you on this. I'm with well, you. I'm like just Strauss, trying to play I mean, the devil's advocate they have, here. They, they, play, they Right?
1: Remember how they used to always talk about Strasbourg and load management with yeah. them? You know, and, they, and building them up. He blew out and early. Then, and then it's yeah. time to go to the World Series, and it's like, oh, you're not available now.
0: What were you going to say,
2: Andrew? I mean, it's just, that's I, what you're playing for. I, I agree. It's just they look at a player as like a car. I mean, the more you... More miles you put in the car, the more likely you're getting to an accident, more likely you're gonna something's gonna happen. You it's know, they
0: they, 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 they've changed all the rules, as soon as the options guys going up and down, they expand yeah. the roster. So, is guys, aisle are, is shorter, yeah, you know, man. That that shuttle is back and forth now, too.
1: I mean, they're, they're starting pitchers, you know, are going, you know, if you're if you have five innings consistently in the major yeah. leagues right now, you're a plus starter. Yeah. It's amazing, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's that is amazing, it's, it's ridiculous, yeah. Um.
0: I mean, I, I I can't I can't I can't really honestly tell you. I remember being on the field with a starting pitcher, regardless of how bad they were doing, and the manager coming out and the guy just wanting to give him the ball. Or no, okay, I know my time's up. Yeah, you know, I mean, Jack McDowell was was, was Jack was the Fight best. It. Oh my God, he you, you, know, you know you know you're talking about. You know, just I mean, guys that have seen like Randy Johnson was that way. Randy would be walking freaking eight in four innings. It's like, dude, you're not taking this ball from me. Yeah. You know, and Who it was it was a fight.
1: Who was your favorite player growing up?
0: Thurman Munson.
1: All right. So say you're down, say you're say you're say you're living in I don't know where they go, Anaheim, mm-hmm. right? And the Yankees are coming out. And you got you got tickets to the game that night and he's not gonna play because he needs a day off.
0: I'm still going, that would man. Suck. That, that, yeah, but yeah, but that, would suck, but yeah right? that would be horrible. Yeah, that, imagine I get. Yeah, you're a LeBron James right, fan, and you're right. here in Charlotte. Yeah, you're you coming to town. Might be and the he's only ticket you can ever afford in your life. That. Yeah, you waited to have that. I mean, yeah. I
1: don't get it. Yeah, well, I don't get how these, how, how the more money that we spent on turning these athletes into absolute sports cars has yeah. actually worked to the detriment of the fan.
0: That's true. That's that's a real. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good
2: point. It I don't is, know if there's is... a fix. I mean, I know that we want stronger, bigger, stronger, faster you know, athletes, but less games would be the only fix. I think, in my opinion. That's the only way you can fix it. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not. Why, why, what was broken? True. Well, I mean, they're, they're I, Like I said, I mean, they're, they're looking at it as, as like Chase said, investment or like a car. The more you're going to use them, the more likely that person is going to get injured from fatigue. The car
1: is what makes you your money, sure. and if the mm-hmm. car doesn't drive, you don't get money. So if you play less games, you don't make more money.
0: Well, so then you set up, the, wow. then you set up the contracts like, uh, like oh, the, like the it. NFL. Well, the NFL guys get paid after every game, right? So they have that contract, but nothing's really guaranteed unless you're a, a Mahomes or well, somebody. Well, you get your
1: money up front, guaranteed, things like that. Yeah, so I there mean, there's certain, there's certain, money,
0: certain guaranteed money in there, but you know, if you, you know, we put you on the taxi squad, you're not getting game pay. You know, you're not getting. Um, so you know, I don't know you.
2: I mean, a, a lot of these, agents have
0: a lot to do with this too, along the way. A lot
2: of these teams are putting lawyers, you, ever, you ever lawyers. Whoop, yep. whoop monitors, the whoop monitors, the golfers are using them too. You use them while you sleep too. It shows like recovery rate, heart, heart monitor, the whole, the whole, the whole nine. Listen, years I'm,
0: years. I'm all about, listen, I've always said that your body's your temple, right? But you can overdo it. Like, you, you know, you, you can, you can, you can run a race car every single day. It's going to be, or a racehorse. Perfect example. Right. You're going to run a racehorse hard all the time. It's not going to, not going to happen. Um, You know, so, you know, they' But you know, taking care of certain parts of your body, like listen, I, we knew nothing about nutrition, man. When, when when I was playing, everybody was talking about carbs, carb up, carb up, carb up, right? Because that's good. you're gonna burn that in the game, and now that's it. Sort of, now it's carbs. protein. I think not, yeah. in California. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's now it's now it's protein. You know, everybody's got to like jack up on protein. Oh, lean and, protein too. Yeah. So lean it's. Protein,
1: I mean, I just yeah. it just seems like we're we're expecting less out of athletes. We're paying them more. It just yeah. it, you know it went kind of the opposite way. You know. It, it, you're paying me thirty million dollars. I need to go earn thirty million dollars. Like my legs broke, I can't play.
0: Yeah, and, I, I, you know, yeah, the, whole, just, the whole, you know, the free agency stuff and long time. I mean, it, teams that are together for a long time, not anymore. You know, it just sucks too. For it's, fans, it, it does, it does. You know, and it, you know, you got you gotta, run running all awesome over
1: guy like Justin Turner out in, you know, Los Angeles for years yeah. and years, and you're just watching him in Boston now. Yeah, it stinks.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, remember like when Damon Johnny Damon went from Boston to the Yankees? That was I. That was kind of like, oh good gosh. That's gross. Yeah, that it's is. gross. Yeah, yeah. Oh good gosh. You and just like John Peterson's in, in yeah. San
1: Francisco now. I yeah. mean, this guy was you know blue right. Dodger blue for you know yep. eight or nine right. years. And, Freeman,
0: yeah. The well, the he could have stayed in Atlanta, but they screwed him. His agent
1: screwed yeah. him.
2: Yeah. But the, it's so just weird seeing him yeah. in Dodgers.
0: It is. Uh, he's but, he's uh, good. Well. So we covered a lot here today in our in our in our little thing. The squirrel, this um, is our
1: the grinds my gear section portion.
0: I love it, man. Uh, listen, I, this I, I function in these. It's, it's like when I did went to the you know up to New York and did the thing. I, I'll always write a speech out, you know, even when we do the gala and things like that. I'll literally sit there and I'll stress over this thing and I'll read it and I'll read it and I'll and I'll like read it out loud and it's just like, it just sounds like I'm like uh, Joe Biden reading a teleprompter, like a freaking no chance, right? <laughs> but you know, but then you get there and you have the gist of it, you have know, the vibe, and then things spur your emotions. So like I want to, I want to, pe- I want to speak with passion, not freaking, you know, stuff like that. Things that we enjoy, things that are fun, that that you know, and it, hopefully it relays out out to uh, you know who's ever listening. Or, but that's uh, you know, we we scribble things down like that's our notes, and I don't even know who this guy is that's on the page here. No guy. I just doodled. You did. Uh, he did. <laughs> that was my whole. It's my whole college career right there, so academically. But I got by. You did because I took my tests with passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
1: And the kid in front of me was smart. Yeah, he was brilliant, man. <laughs>
0: Baseball caps are like this. Right? <laughs> but, well, anything else, Andrew? What else we got? We got uh, so we got uh, the galas on next. Well, the HBCU is going to be pretty big, and I we're we're all diving, yeah, we're all diving into that. So uh, it's it's kind of interesting. Obviously, Morris Madden will be the the point on that, but we're bringing in um, Isaiah Bennett and um, Dylan Lewis, both African American kids playing here, Queens College baseball, because that needs a face of the youth to explain to them, you know, what college baseball has done for them, you know, and then also reach out to these kids and be the uh, be the spokesperson. Um, you know, for that and go out and drive the kids and tell them, get here. We got good people working with us, you know, and Ray Johnson and, and Donald Bennett that, uh, you know, um, that are going to help us build that, but we're going to, we're going to keep that tapped probably at 70, 75 kids. So it's not going to be like, it's uh, you know, a free for all. Yeah. And uh, we'll have uh, a lot of HBCU schools here. And we'll also have regular, I say regular, we'll have the normal, you know, college, you know, like, programs fair, out there. Yeah. yeah it's so, a fair environment. Yeah. And then it'll but be we do better. want to promote the HBCU schools and we want to promote players that want to play in the HBCU programs and uh, and go from there. But it's not not cut off to, you know, all African-American players. It's, it's, it's wide open, man. Schools and, and so that's cool. The gala this year, um, Parker Bird's in, um, which is a great story. And it, it's a sad story, but a good story because he's going to be a huge inspiration going down going down there. And he's the one that uh, was going to ECU this past year and got in a boating accident and um lost his leg but they got a uh, prosthetic that they're gonna put he's gonna try and come back and play you know which is phenomenal right i mean that's how much the kid loves the game um uh greg simmons who passed away was a head coach at charlotte christian who had a phenomenal high school run as a coach i mean i think he had over 600 wins or something like that i know he's in the high school hall of fame the abca hall of fame too um and uh and then Morris Madden, who's our partner out here, that is uh, that is just a big-hearted dude that's been doing the right thing in this community for a long time and deserves um, acknowledgement for that. So that's November third this year, and we're doing it at Night Stadium, and not at Valentine. So it's cool. That's where we started it off, and uh, now we've circled back to it. That's a great uh, sitting there looking out at night into the skyline, and that's it's a pretty cool place to uh, to do. So we're excited about that. So. If we're good, we're good, man. We're good? You're good. All right. Well, I appreciate everybody listening to the Schaefer Baseball Report again, and we'll talk again next. Uh, oh, there's my sister. What'd she have to say? Yeah, She's just coming. So. Oh, man. She's, yeah. Okay. Um, Shipley Bombs. Pete was at Maryland with me, so he knows how small the park was. That's right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs>
2: cool.
0: So, all right, everybody. Well, thank you to the Schaefer Baseball Report Friday edition. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out.